up everybody and welcome to the baseline jam my name is dylan reese and i am out of sight and today we are trying something wild and wacky we've gone remote dylan <laughs> well we didn't have much of a choice but i still wanted to put the content out so here we are hopefully this works yeah so i'm in los angeles and where are you dylan I'm in Chicopee, Massachusetts, my hometown, in my basement, the studio that I made. Chicopee! A lot of the original heaters in this basement. So for all you Dylan Reese enthusiasts out there, he's <laughs> back where the magic began. It's true. I'm making more of it, too. It's been good. It's been a good trip so far. Uh, I'm going to start well, getting well, the LA travel. Well, LA misses you, bro. Did, did, they, did the commissioner or the, the mayor call you? The mayor of Chicopee? No, L.A.? Like they told you as a whole. Oh, Garcetti? Yeah. yeah. No, I thought you were talking about how you're getting a key to the Chicopee. Well, I do have though. I do have those, but um, I just yeah. Was... Garcetti's asking about your return already. Yeah, I'll be back uh, right at the beginning of the month. So tell him to hold his horses. All right. Cool. Um, All right. I think there's I a lot of basketball it. to talk about. I think we should do that. I think there's a there's a couple of things that have happened since our last podcast. Yep. A couple of things. A couple. All right, I guess we should just get right into it. So, I guess Kevin Durant's Achilles exploded. It did. It was. It was sad, man. It was a fucked up situation. So this is. This is loaded. I, like we're gonna have to unravel this. Oh my god. All right. So, by now you're listening to this podcast. It's Thursday. It's one forty-five here on the West Coast. Game six is tonight at the Oracle. So. By now, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know what happened with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, game five in Toronto. Comes back. Wasn't expected to come back. Seemed like it was a far-fetched comeback. Scores 11 points. Achilles ruptures. Dylan, from your point of view, like, we've gotten a lot of opinions on this already, but, like, you think the Warriors fucked this up big time? Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, we talked about this, and I'm not even—I'm honestly not even sure if it was on mic last episode or if we just talked about it. But it seemed like his initial injury against the Rockets wasn't a calf strain in the first place. Um, like they were trying to hide the fact that he was like seriously injured, um, for whatever reason, because a calf strain shouldn't have taken that long to begin with. So the fact that he came back and, you know, within the first 10 minutes of him being on the court, his shit just fucking explodes, like you said. And now he had to have surgery. He definitely tore his Achilles. That's a bigger issue, um, a much bigger issue than a calf strain. And I don't know. It didn't seem worth it to bring him back for 10 minutes if that's what was going to happen. It seemed like they knew that he wasn't even close to 100%. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. No, Absolutely. I, you know, this is one of those things that we will probably attempt as NBA fans to, you know, discover what really happened for a long time. Because yeah. this is one of those scratch your head, yep. what what really happened kind of things. Um, and, you know, is, did K, you know, you, you just have to wonder, did Katie really want to get out there? Did Katie feel guilted? Was right. Bob Myers a part of this? Medical teams a part of this? A lot of different stories. The Bob Myers 
crocodile tears press conference seemed so fake to me. It was it seemed just so cover my ass right now because mm-hmm. this wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, Steve Kerr's like, don't ask me. I didn't have anything to do with this. He's he's like, I'll ask your man's in them, which is pretty <laughs> telling if you ask me. Yeah. Um, and you know, Katie, you know, it's crazy because yesterday we heard he was going to New York to get a test to see the extent of the injury, and the next thing you know, he's on Instagram posting from a ho- in a hospital gown. Surgeries happened. Uh, just came out report now. He's expected to admit to miss the entire 2019-2020 season. So just a massive injury Crazy. for one of the game's biggest stars. And, you know, for what? You know, you're down 3-1. You've won multiple championships. This dude's about to be a free agent. Uh, you, you think he's, you know, the reports have said over and over again that he's leaving. And, and you know, Clay's getting rest for a hamstring and you're bringing this dude back after not playing for a month. Yep. It just it just seems it's you know the Warriors have always been so everything they do everything right, the player development, the the cap space to get KD, this that and the other. Steve Kerr, he's cool, you know, he's talking politics, open-minded, love it, but you know what, man? Nah, this is some bullshit, and and, and the only one... I'm, I'm real curious to see now what happens with KD, because um, does he take the player option? Do you think a team will max him still? I still feel like if I'm the Knicks, I do it. Yeah, for sure. He's still, I mean, he's still Kevin Durant at the end of the day, and I think with the medicine and uh, you know rehab situations they have going on, I think it's a lot easier to recover from injuries like this it, now than you know it was even 10 years ago or whatever. Um, Absolutely. So I think he's going to be but, fine. But, you know, he still will be like 32 getting paid $40 million. Totally. Um, Coming off a catastrophic injury. To me, I, I, I still think that's a possibility, and I'm not so much worried about Kevin Durant moving forward. I think he's still going to have, you know, a great career after this and all that jazz. Sure. But I just think, like you said, it, there's just so many questions pertaining to this specific like just that last game in the last month of his career has been so weird um because I think that out of all the coaches Steve Kerr is one of the guys that seems you know seemingly keeps it very transparent with the media um and he like he like you said he was just dodging every question that came at him so it was like very sketchy and I think we're going to get He straight up was like ask Bob Myers yeah, like what the hell is that? And I don't know. It, that's like that's like when your man's does something fucked up and you they think you're a part of it, and they're like, "He's like, ask him." You gotta ask I him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not getting involved. You gotta in this. ask him. I, I I don't know. He like I, I'm not doing his dirt. This one I'm leaving him out to dry. I didn't I didn't tell him to throw that that brick through that well, car was, window. You gotta ask him. <laughs> I don't know what's happening over here. In that in that case, he was the messenger and he was not trying to get shot. So he just said, "I'm out." You know what I mean? Um, ask your man's in them. I don't know nothing. But, dude, we're going to get a documentary about this. Or maybe not this specifically, but this will be included in the Kevin Durant documentary in, like, 20 years. So I'll be waiting. And until then, all we can I do mean, is scratch I mean, I bet you he's been filming everything. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Of course. I think everybody is at this point.
Did you know that um, there's a, Do- a DeMarcus Cousins documentary about his injury on Showtime? I, <laughs> I am aware. I have not watched it. I watched but we it. probably should watch it since we're uh, maybe this is off season viewing. We'll just watch these documentaries and comment that, about them on the podcast. I watched it. It was trash. There's your commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Two thumbs down. Yeah, Keep it, it moving. It was fucking garbage. Yeah. All right. Next. You know, I feel like Katie right now is keeping his mouth shut. He just had surgery. He's recovering. A lot of big emotions, I'm sure, yeah. occurring. But um, if he does leave the Warriors and uh, end up on the Knicks or the Nets or whoever offers him a max contract, um, I would not be surprised if we get the real story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's been interesting because Kendrick Perkins is on, on ESPN a lot. And uh, he's kind of trill. I fuck with Ke- Kendrick Perkins on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Because he really just the OG, and he's just like, yo, the Warriors are full of shit, and everything you've been told yeah. is a lie. They knew. And I'm just like, whoa, I rock with this dude. Yeah. Um, well, the, you know, going back to Kevin Durant, too, is like, what can what what is he supposed to say right now? You know, because here's the thing, Rich. The Warriors still won the game without him. Unbelievable. So that's another well, bigger well, hit. Would they have won without his First quarter per, uh, production? Probably. Um, I don't know. I felt like they needed all of those 11 points. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah you're probably right. Um, but what do you what do you think moving forward to the rest of the series? Because we can all talk about Kevin Durant's future and then how this is so fucking weird, but the NBA Finals is still going on. So what, what do you think is going on? What do you think is going to happen? It's still going on. So we got game six tonight at the Oracle. Dylan, the last game Ever at the Oracle. The energy is going to be fucking impeccable, and I don't think there's it's a... It's going to be in- impeccable. <laughs> I don't think there is a single chance that the Warriors are losing tonight, to be honest with you. Shit. You got, you know, if you're the Raptors, you got to be kicking yourself in the ass. Uh, yeah. Y- you really, you want to... You didn't want to have to come back to Toronto for a game seven, because if you get down to one game, it's anybody's Yeah, anything game. happens, man. Anything can happen. That's the facts, Jack. One yep. game, it's anybody's game. Yep. You know, three games, you know, look, they've won two games at the Oracle already. So yeah. I don't want to completely underestimate their ability to win on the road because they, they've they they've won every game at the Oracle this season. Right. But tonight is different. Tonight is different. Well, it's the They're last game, dude. this arena down tonight. This is it. There will never be another Warriors game in this arena. Yo. And I think game five, you have to at least have it in the back of your head. We need to win. I'm not going back to San Francisco. Yeah. That's a long-ass fucking flight, and I don't <laughs> want to be in Oakland. <laughs> True. Yep. Um. So I, I'm with you, bro. This thing's going seven. Yeah. I I honestly thought it was going seven, like, at the beginning of the last game. But I also thought KD right. was going to be playing this entire time. So, But I still stand by sure. that. Uh, I mean, these dudes have created a dynasty right like it's safe to say that already even if they lose Absolutely. the series so i th- it'd be hard for me to think that they're going to lose their last game on the home floor that they built their dynasty on those fans are too nuts um and they got a momentum now it would now. be a cold-blooded raptors performance Kawhi, to win Kawhi's going to have to get 50 or something something nuts 50. is going to have to happen you know that's it's funny cuz i was talking to somebody yesterday and that's what this person said to me he goes 
Kawani, he was from Toronto, mm. low key. And he was like, bro, the only, from Toronto, he said, the only way we're winning tomorrow night is if Kawhi got 50 in him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a that's a bit of a, that's not no small ask, you know what I mean? That's not <laughs> like, hey, yo, can you give me a ride to the supermarket? No, no, That's no. like, can 50 you drop points. 50 game six to win the chip on a road court? That's, that's, uh. That's not that's not easy. It's gonna be spicy, I'll tell you that. It's gonna be spicy. But I mean look, I still think the Raptors right now, with Katie and Looney hurt out, the Raptors are are just as good, if not better, than this Warriors team because they, the Warriors really after Clay and Steph, it gets iffy. And in my opinion, the Warriors will go as far as Boogie Cousins can help. Yep. So if Boogie can stay on the floor and be productive. Which he and, did. Which he did. They're in this. If Boogie gets hit on every switch and gets burned six straight possessions in a row and is can't guard out there and has to sit, mm-hmm. the Warriors are in trouble. Because when Boogie is good, Boogie is an all-star, and that's a third option. And the Warriors need it right now. Because they, yep. they are... They're top heavy, man. And as weird as it sounds, too, it's it's especially because Looney is out too. Just because they don't even have a guy to put in the game, like you're gonna either have to play Bogut or Jordan Bell, like some decent minutes, which is just fucking yeah. weird. And Jordan Bell's too small. I yeah. mean, for Ibaka and Gasol and even Siakam, like Jordan Jordan Bell is not really ready for that kind that kind of energy. It's just the physicality. I mean, he was helpful, yeah. but. You can't play him more than 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying. So DeMarcus is going to have to give you productive minutes or else you got a hole in your lineup. A big I'm going to just tell you this. If Boogie's on the court more than 23 minutes this game, they probably that probably means he was useful and they win. Yeah. And if, he's, if he plays under 20 minutes, that means he wasn't useful and it's going to be real tight. Real tight. I think this is going to be a close game. Raptors in seven. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm, but you, you do do you agree? This is a close game still? I don't Definitely. think this is a blowout. No, no, no. Yeah. I think it's going to be within seven points. No question. Yeah, me too. And obviously you and I both have the Raptors hats on. Um, oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> you know, I, for the Raptors, in my opinion, like we need some – like Kawhi's been, you know, good. Really, I might really actually good. go Kawhi's get a Raptors Kawhi, hat. But I need like I need another Siakam performance or a Marcus All before I need somebody from the Raptors to step up. You know, like game one Siakam, obviously that is a bit of an anomaly. Mm-hmm. You went twelve or fourteen from the floor. But I need Siakam to hit a couple of threes. I'm gonna need I need some guys to perk up here. You know what I mean? It can't totally. be really Kawhi for fifty, because that's that's not happening. Yeah, I agree. Um, so well, we'll see. Going, we'll see what happens. We will see. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's I. I am as well. So, all right, let me ask you one other KD question. Just circle back around. Yeah, yeah. Real quick. You're a team with cap space. I mean, obviously, every situation is different. This dude's getting a max contract. All right, I'll give you two a uh, twofold question. If you're KD. Uh huh. Do you take the player option and get healthy, or do you go get the max deal? Uh, or um, and if you're a franchise with cap space, 
you throwing him the max regardless? I I don't see a scenario where KD takes a player option. I think he's out of here no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's gonna get he's gonna get a max, dude. Like what? I just don't I don't see how he, how he's not getting a max. Like he's still Kevin Durant, injury or not. Right. Like look at the way Paul George came back, and Paul George isn't what Kevin Durant is. You know. Absolutely. Also, I but, think I think you know PG was a lot younger. It's true, but I also think the way yeah. that Kevin Durant's body is is built is actually in his favor. I mean, it usually is anyway because he's fucking massive and athletic. Right. But he's doesn't ha- he's not going to have a lot of weight on ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's different for someone like Demarcus or like Chris Webber back in the day. Someone like that who's like. I got a big build, and there's a lot of pressure on his, on his knees and, and Achilles and bones yeah. and everything. Where KD, like, sure. he's just gliding around. So I feel like if anyone's gonna have an easy recovery with something on the lower body, it's someone that's built the way Durant is. Yeah, and you know, look, maybe that's just me oversimplifying. With, with KD too, it, homie could shoot. So it's yeah, like exactly. There's, and at his height, you know, maybe he just develops, you know, I mean, he's going to be able to shoot fadeaways and turnarounds over you. the absolute worst case scenario is he's not explosive and he just becomes the best spot-up shooter of all time. Yeah, and just takes you down on the elbow and hits you with the MJ fade. Which in today's today's game is still worth a max contract. Especially the way he does it. I mean, and he still can defend. Yeah, you know what? Look, as a Knicks fan, you know, there's a report coming out from Ian Begley, uh, who's been around the garden for a few years. Uh He wrote that uh, despite the injury, the Knicks are still interested in Max and KD. Uh, You know, obviously they also talk about the the Anthony Davis trade, which we're going to get into next. There's a lot of rumors. But, um, you know... I, I as a Knicks fan, I go back and forth on this, but to me, it's almost kind of a, a dope idea to offer him the max, and then keep the pick, keep R.J. Barrett, and then you get the tank again, get another high pick, which you can use as an asset, or get another young guy and then bring yep. KD back into fold and get some of these younger guys uh, an opportunity to keep playing, so you throw R.J. out there, you throw Dennis Smith out there, you throw Mitchell Robinson out there, hope they get better, that's Fizz's job, suck. And then KD comes back, and you got another top five pick with the Dallas picks, and, you know, you can do things. So I'm actually open to it where, you know, there's a few other guys I've kind of soured on. So um, I feel like that's a good transition into there's a lot. There's actually a bunch of dudes we could talk about. We'll start with Anthony Davis because your squad, the Lakers, Fucking are hell. in the mix. Big rumors circulating. Anthony Davis trade is imminent. He only wanted to play for the Lakers or the Knicks. That's who he'll only sign with. Yep. But the Celtics supposedly are in the mix, and there's a lot of rumors circulating. Uh, one of them is that the Lakers are willing to trade Lonzo, they're willing to trade Ingram and the fourth pick, and that the Wizards are involved, and Beal would go to New Orleans, young assets to the Wizards, and the Lakers would get Anthony Davis. What are your thoughts, bro? (sighs) 
honestly, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so exhausted with this narrative. Like, either, like, let's make something happen or everybody shut the fuck up. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, but For real, though. I do say, I, I will say that a lot of my frustration was not even necessarily out of, like, what the Lakers come out of this as, even though that was a part of it and we've talked about that so much. But a lot of it was my fandom of Lonzo Ball and just not wanting to sure. just go somewhere and just rot. Um, but this kind of changes that because I would love to see Lonzo and Zion play together. So I'm a little less pissed from that standpoint. But I so still... is that where he's going in this trade room, or are he? I thought he was going to Washington. No. Oh, that would make my head explode. So I guess there's a few rumors circulating. There's one rumor that has Lonzo Ingram. Uh, let me see. Let me pull it up. There's somewhere Brad Beal goes to New Orleans, I think. Oh, okay. Right? That's that's not the one I saw. The one I saw was, was Lonzo. Yeah, maybe I have it wrong. Let me look it up. Go ahead. What did you see? The one I saw was uh, only the Pelicans and Lakers, and it was just a straight trade. It was the fourth okay. pick, Lonzo Ingram for AD. Okay, yeah, um, I saw that one too. Which yeah. I'm not. So there's a there's a lot circulating right now. I'm not that and, pissed at that, but I I'm still I still have the stance of keeping this young talent and seeing what happens because I the D'Angelo Russell thing just haunts me and giving up pieces like that after two three years is like it's so terrifying because I I just yeah, don't think so, that AD and LeBron. And fucking Alex Caruso is, you know, championship basketball. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, who, I mean, who is left, dude? Like, you got two big dudes that can well, score. Supposedly they want to keep Kuzma. Still have no shooting. Like, what's going on? They're going to need shooters. I mean, I guess their logic is like any team. It's like, you get two guys like LeBron and Anthony Davis. I get dudes it. Dudes will come. I get it. Trust me. Um. Yeah, supposedly, uh, let me see here. Yeah, the Pelicans want Brad Beal in this trade. So they want to move the Lakers' young guys to the Wizards and come off, and Brad Beal come off to the to the Pelicans, um, you know, in a, and so they can match up uh, Beal and Zion. So then what would be available is Ingram Ball in the fourth pick. Um, it's pretty damn good for Brad Beal. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a very interesting little three three team deal. Um, but you know, I'm also hearing too that the the Celtics are willing to give it a shot. I mean, and and this dude has has gone out of his way to say I'm not signing in Boston. But yep. Celtics still interested in saying that. D- don't you think that is? What are your thoughts on that? Um. Well, let me get this clear. Kyrie's definitely out of here. So that's what I was going to bring up next. So let's just bring it up so we can c- put it all together. Kyrie yesterday he announced. Didn't, yeah, he didn't take his player option, right? That's what happened? He didn't take his player option. Then he fired his long-term agent and signed with Rock Nation Sports. Oh, shit. I didn't see that part. Yeah. So the Brooklyn Nets rumors are getting they're getting a little bit more serious, bro. Right. Yeah, totally. So it it don't look like he's going back to Boston. Now you're the Celtics. 
Are you really willing to risk Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum for a dude who's straight up being like, don't trade for me. I'm not going to sign with you. Uh, what are they like? What I is Danny Ainge no, like? He's going to like so. it here. He'll change his mind. I don't think so. Um, I mean, obviously losing Kyrie just from a talent perspective is huge, but I still think that right. that young core is still good, and they have a lot of dudes. So it's like you can make moves for someone that actually wants to be there or someone that you can build with, not a one-year rental, which seems like that's what that would be. And he wouldn't – I mean, you've seen we've seen Anthony Davis on a team where he doesn't want to be at. It's not exactly his 100% effort. He might not even fucking suit up. Right. You know, so – yeah, oh, I don't absolutely. know, dude. This Anthony Davis shit is whack, though. Like, I'm so I'm so sick of talking about him and thinking about him. Like, he's honestly like becoming one of my least favorite players just by the way he's acting. And like, it's just like, dude. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. If he ends up in uh, in a Lakers jersey, which we all think he will, uh, you're gonna have to get used to him. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm riding I'm riding with the Lakers regardless. So it's like, if we sure. get him, I'm gonna be rooting for him. But it's gonna be difficult for me to <laughs> adjust to. Yeah, no, I mean, and look, you know, from the Knicks' perspective, because a lot of this now, the Knicks are really involved in a lot of this stuff. Obviously, they were um, have been tanking for KD. KD hurts hurts his Achilles. You know, they have all this cap space. Uh, one of the two teams that Anthony Davis has talked about. So I don't feel bad talking about the Knicks right now because they're actually relevant in these conversations yep um you know uh ian begley in that same tweet talked about how a lot of people in the knicks organization don't want to come off giving up all these picks because they don't have a ton of talent the real young talent yeah that will get anthony davis because uh they were burned in the mellow trade and they gave up pretty much everything they had and then they pretty much had to start from from ground zero and uh you know i i there's really two schools of thought here it's like None of these dudes, uh, whether you're talking about Knox, Robinson, Smith, and probably even R.J. Barrett, are ever going to be as good as Anthony Davis. So off the bat, you really got to take that into account. Mm -hmm. But um, I think there's something to be said, too, about the fact that Anthony Davis, uh, you know, he's a great player, uh, was surrounded by a pretty good team this year, or at least we thought, Drew Holiday, Nicole Meritich, uh, even Julius uh, Randle had a big season. And the shit just didn't go. And he's been great. And maybe he's a top five player in this league when healthy, but that's also another issue, when healthy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here to tell you that Mitchell Robinson's ever going to be better than Anthony Davis because that, be that would mean I'm smoking crap. Well, I would hope but, not. Um, I would hope you're not here to tell us that. I hope this was Yeah, I won't. I hope that's not but where I, you were going with this. I got to say. There's a part of me, Dylan, that's just like R.J. Barrett really wants to play for the Knicks. He's not even working out for another team. Yeah. There's a part of me that's just like draft this kid, give him the ball, and let's see what he can do. Yeah. Because we ain't going nowhere anyway. Right. Yeah, adding just Anthony Davis to what you have is not It's It's a you, waste of fucking time. It's not getting you to the conference finals, you know? It's a waste of time. Now you got cap space and you try and fill up a team around him, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Plus, I got to be honest. As far as talent-wise, like Lonzo and Ingram in the fourth pick 
Like the Lakers getting that fourth pick really fucked the Knicks trade up too. Yeah, it, def- look, it definitely did. Lonzo and Ingram are would be the first and second best players on the Knicks right now. It's so you you get down to it. It's like what are we talking about? And right. now they have the fourth pick, just one above three. Like I I just don't even think the Knicks offer is really that competitive. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, what's but I, d- I I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. That's the case. What's the I'm deal with Kemba? I actually feel like though? it's a blessing in disguise in a weird way. What's the deal with Kemba? So all right, so Kemba's saying that he, first priority is Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but he will talk to other teams. Uh, the neck, excuse me, the Nets, Knicks, Mavs, Lakers, all interested in Kemba. You want yeah. Kemba in some purple and gold? I would not be mad at that. I'll tell you that much. Right. I. I don't know what it would do. I haven't thought that far about it, but I know I yep. love watching him play. So he's a guy that I would like to root for, and I like obviously just his scoring ability and tenacity and defense. I think is a little underrated too. Like he's good, man. He, there's no way around it. Kemba's a good basketball player, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean the one thing with Kemba is he's you know he's thirty, almost thirty. Yeah, and you know wants a wants a Fucking, he, you know, actually, uh, he's getting a max, he's getting a super max contract because he made all NBA. So it's like mm-hmm. he demands a huge contract. Yep. Yeah. I just don't want to pay Kemba Walker $42 million a season. Yeah. No, I, I get that for sure. Cause I mean, he ain't even making the playoffs in the fucking East ever. Yeah. Well, he's also been playing with Cody Zeller. For sure. The team is trash. The Hornets are trash. If I were him, I'd be on the first thing smoking. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Gone. For sure. Absolutely. But I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. And we're wrapping this fucking playoffs up. So it's coming down. Yeah. You know, we're about to find out who's the champion. It might be tonight, we man. We think the Raptors. We hope the Raptors. And then it's. We're going to have this AD trade. We're going to have the draft and free agency. So, I mean, really, we got another month of action. Yeah, we'll definitely do a few more pods, even though the games will be over. There will be plenty to talk about. I think there will be trade signings, the draft, obviously. You can do a preview. We'll have plenty to talk about. So, um, it's definitely into the last episode of this season. No. Um, no, definitely not. There's plenty more. Also, what... Let's talk about this real quick, just circling back to the yeah. championship talk. If the Raptors win, that means that the Gasol brothers will be the first brothers to both have a ring. Fire. Which is dope. So fire. Um, <laughs> I mean, they win this chip. You Can you actually see Kawhi leave? I mean, I hate to go off the cuff here, but no. I mean, really. Hell no. Nah, right? He's got, he'll sign like a two-year deal or something. I don't think shit, he's right? leaving even if they lose, yo. I've, I've been saying this since like last round like this dude when, right when he made that shot in philly i was like this dude is gonna be here bro these motherfuckers love him and i know he's like kind of a savage doesn't really give a shit about anything he's very unpredictable anyway but it it would feel weird for him to leave round like they've really built something around him and like obviously he's leading the charge like where where else is, what's a better situation for him to be in if he went somewhere else what's you know like if he if he were to go somewhere else what's a better situation than toronto that's what I, that's what i'm saying no, absolutely. I mean, maybe the Clippers because, but then you're in the West. I yeah, mean, is that better? I don't think so. I don't think so. I Toronto's mean, a good spot. Just, like they they can take this team and really build something moving forward. You know, absolutely. 
No, it, I, I agree. I, I mean, the know, Bucks are going to get better. The Sixers, the Sixers yeah. maybe will be better or around the same. Who knows what the Celtics are going to do? Toronto seems to have, you know, at least a top two spot in the East for the next few seasons, unless something wild happens. So it's like, yeah, and you got to take into account too, like the East is wide open, and like there's Giannis, but like, you know, you might wake up in in a year from now, and we're having the same conversation that we had about Anthony Davis about Giannis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are things you don't know. Right, Giannis might be the next guy, and even if and, not, you know, going to the going to the but you know if Katie leaves the Warriors, you know he's not even playing next season. Even if even if you do, even you if Giannis could, is there, and you have to go through Giannis, yeah. the fact of the matter is these yeah. dudes exist. So, okay, you go to the West, you then you have to go through LeBron, Steph Curry, yeah, James Harden, Westbrook. There, there's a lot of great players, and Kawhi's obviously there's one of a them. Lot. And I think he's proved again this year, kind of reminded us because you know, being out last year, that he's one of those guys. So he has a presence. So he's gonna have to go up against somebody regardless. And I feel like Toronto is his best bet, and he's shown that. So I don't see him leaving. Yeah, I think it'd especially be dumb if they. Yeah, especially if they win. And you know, you got to think about it. Like, this is gonna be really kind of fun. Like, hell yeah, next season, even next season, like. There's a certain level of parity that's going to come back almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Clay and Steph won 72 games without KD. So sure you got to respect it. But teams have gotten better. If you're Daryl Morey, you almost you almost really got to be thinking, like, how do I level up? Because we were, we've were we been very close, and now obviously losing KD, we can beat these dudes. How? How do we beat them? You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Thunder had a good season how they feel like they can get better you know uh the clippers they got two max cap space you know they've had a good season had a nice uh playoff game uh series versus the warriors a lot of good young talent um you know very very interesting time you gotta and you 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 can't not mention the lakers i mean if you have lebron and anthony davis and kuzma you know all of a sudden they're back, you know, you got to keep them in the conversation. LeBron's not done, you know, and if you Definitely get Anthony not. Davis, that team's a real threat. So it's going to be really interesting, really, really interesting. It always is. That's why That's why we love the NBA. Absolutely. So, all right, so we got game six tonight. I mean, you want to talk about interesting. Let's go Raptors. Let's get it. We the North. All right. Anything we the North, else? though. We got a little 35-minute episode, a little, little micro-pod. We, we the North, though. Just a just a fact about it. I don't know if you saw this. I saw this. You saw it? Yeah, go ahead, though. So they're actually not the most northern arena in the NBA. Can you believe it? So everything is a lie, and basically we should just delete all of these episodes of the podcast. Um, the NBA should be canceled. Adam Silver's out of a job. Well, well, they never said it was the most north place. They just said they were north. That's true. Technically, they didn't lie, but it was very misleading. It is misleading. So, it is misleading. I think if they uh, win, there are three sh- teams that are further north in Toronto, which is Portland surprising. and Minnesota. Minnesota. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that's a crock of shit. Um, I'm really pissed. Well, they didn't say we the northest. We are the most north. <laughs> we the yeah, most north. Exactly. 
We the Northest, dog. Um, but yeah, no, that was funny. I think people are just hilarious that they have the time and interest to look things up like that and like put the information out like anyone gives a fuck. It's it's a very random factoid, but <laughs> it, I think important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, all right, all right. Well, well, let's wrap this up. We did good. We're, yeah, yeah, we'll see how this thing sounds. We're in almost thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't sound any different than any of the other pods to the people that just listened to it, and it's just more complicated for us, so whatever. Yeah. All right, dope. Cool. Um, Well, yeah, obviously we'll be in touch, and we'll do another pod once the series concludes and just give our thoughts on the final game or two games. Sounds amazing. Let's do it. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Stay tuned, and go Raptors. We'll see. Peace.